handle the truth. out that way are we jimmy well i gotta do this show anyway hey i'm jim price the jim price show daily update thank you guys so much for being here it's uh february 15th it's thursday 2024 well that's what the government tells us anyway and by golly if you don't believe the government you're the problem uh just ask the government they they will tell you you are the problem are you anyway all right i don't mean to go down that road of uh let's get semantic about what is really going on here? I have spent the afternoon watching the movie uh, uh, the the uh, Diary of an Angry White uh, Angry Black Woman, and uh, it's not really the movie; it is literally real life. So, if you guys haven't heard, Fanny Willis, huh? <sighs> okay. Beep, 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 beep. We're going to back it up. Back it up here. Come on, guys. So, in Atlanta, there's an individual who, while she was not the prosecutor or the DA, ran for office to be the DA. And that individual, howdy, uh, Edward. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it, sir. Carrie Heisman, thank you so much for being here. Now, Fannie Willis went on tour to run for office. And she's a single black lady raising her two daughters all by herself with no alimony or child support or any way to support herself. Here, I hope I played that part right. I want to make sure and win the Oscar just like... Uh, you know, Cuomo did for being a uh, a leader during a pandemic. Anyway, so this individual and I've been watching this angry black woman diary of an angry black woman all afternoon. It's a, it's been a long, long movie. It's been hours long, and I have watched what I will tell you is probably some of the most disappointing things on earth. Um. If you guys think that Fannie Willis is up there defending her honor, she's destroying what you know to be the judicial system that we understand. Okay? Now, I'm going down the path of saying, look, here is a uh, John Kennedy. Thank you for being on CloudHub, sir. Appreciate you being there. I'm telling you, I'm looking at this lady here, and she is, hey, uh, Grandma Smith. Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, it sure has. I really do appreciate you being over there on DLive. Oh, I can't get on to DLive because I haven't logged in yet. Oh, can I get it done before the volume comes on? I really nope. do appreciate you being over there. Nope, I can't. On DLive. Oh, I can't get on to DLive because I haven't... There. Whew. Okay, I'm logged back into DLive, so I can say hi to you over there. So, appreciate that. Anyway. <sighs> so, Grandma Smith, thank you so much for being on DLive. I appreciate it. 
And those of you guys on Twitch, good to see you guys there, and also on Twitter as well. Now, let's give you a little bit of a history of what's going on on the sitcom called an angry, A Diary of an Angry Black Woman. Fannie Willis ran on the idea, and there are multiples of this statement, not me making it up or I, you know, someone... She said it in rallies and speeches and one-off statements that she is going to prosecute that SOB. I may be paraphrasing or maybe taking some liberties, but why not? Now, she's talking about Trump. So during the 20, listen to me, folks. During the 2020 election, Trump was on a phone call, and this is what this whole RICO is about. She said that Trump conspired with others to overthrow the, the election by saying, guys, you guys got to find these ballots out there. There's no way that I lost. I'm paraphrasing. Now, she decided she's going to go to a grand jury and she's going to get the indictment to be able to follow through and spend the taxpayers' money in Georgia to make sure and get that Trump. Arr, he's the problem. He's the one with the... You know, yeah, that guy. So, things have come along where we have now seen that there is a relationship between her and Mr. Wade. Now, Mr. Wade, Mrs. Wade, uh, Mrs. Willis is a black lady, and Mr. Wade is a black man. And they have now known each other since 2019, and have become very good friends and confidants, and did not start sleeping together until long after her divorce, and long after she... Okay, you, you get what's going on here, right? So this is a problem for us. When this individual... Right now, it's still playing upstairs. I, I'm, I'm just telling you guys. How is she destroying how is she destroying our judicial system right now, Jimmy? Well, I will tell you. Good to see you, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being here. The amount of vitriol, the amount of hate, the amount of let me make you clear. Let me clear this up. No, no, I'm going to say my statement. I'm going to, uh, no, listen, I, to be clear, I don't appreciate you yelling at me. You need to lower your voice. You don't yell at me. Um, they actually are now have ruled that she is a hostile witness. And she has said under oath, I am not a hostile witness. Raising her voice. So my problem is, is that I want to give you guys, I'm going to, I want to move over here to Twitter real quick. And I want to bring up this video. Hopefully I can get this stopped before the audio kicks in. All right, here we go. I'm going to do this, and I want you guys to hear what this lady has to say. And I want you to see the vitriol, because what she's doing is she's showing you that this is a chief prosecuting officer. Okay, chief. This is the top, top, top. And this is how she acts and how she thinks. So what are the low-level, less-than-ethical people who really don't care about Except for putting the chalk mark, I got to win, 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 I got to win. Do you see what I'm saying here? 
if this individual is what we consider to be the top prosecutor, when you guys think about the miscarriage of justice, when you sit there and you look at things at people, why can't I get justice? Why am I, why am I seeing prosecutions and persecutions going across this country? Why is this going on right here, guys? I'm telling you, when you think that these DAs are some type of angelic beings who walk on water and do not sin, please adjust your barometer of thought process. This is bad. This is bad. Uh, like all the way bad. Like all the way bad. Yeah. Uh, Ken, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, great Ebonics, brother. Oh, I appreciate the your, uh, your vote of confidence there, uh, Edward. Appreciate that. All right. So, oh, Laurent, man. Good to see you up in Canada. I haven't seen you in a while. Appreciate you being here. I have seen you've been sharing the show out, so I do appreciate that. And how are your walks going, uh, Laurent? I know that you were doing your morning walks or afternoon walks. I haven't seen updates on that. So, remember, you got to keep moving, buddy. So, let's go back. I want to show you guys here just a second. I want to show you this. I want to show you this, and I'm, I'm guarantee you it'll be enough. It, it is going to be enough. You're going to be like, oh, wow. Okay, maybe she shouldn't have said all that. So we're gonna go here. This is from, this is from, this is off of the Gateway Pundit. Uh, they posted this here, but here she is in all of her glory. I just want you guys to kind of hear it from the horse's mouth. So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken when no, Mr. Wade. Well, no, no, no. Look, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives you're confused you think i'm on trial these people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020 i'm not on trial no matter how hard you try to put me on trial so so your office okay so if you guys kind of pick up the whole like see how she's trying to be the one in charge when you're on the stand folks unless you're given an open-ended question that says hey can you tell me about what you did on the morning of May 17th, 2016, that'd be my birthday, and I don't know what I was doing that morning, but anyway, what I'm pointing out is, is that we have a situation where this individual thinks that she can continue to say what she wants to say and how she wants to say it without any accountability. She talks over everybody. When you're on the stand, you are to say, yes, no, I do not recall. Or I, I plead the fifth. Unless you're given the reason to say, can you please describe to me what the car looked like? Oh, it was a Ford LTD 1985 uh, golden color with uh, poverty caps, hubcaps on it, and uh, you know a broken right taillight. That's, that's when you get to go out. But she's taken it upon herself to go out there and just real and i mean real she is not in a good place i don't think she realizes as much as she's running her mouth about this whole thing what she's doing or not doing i think i think she's burying herself because here's another problem well i paid him with cash well i paid him with cash well i paid him with cash this is a problem for me and i will tell you right now that this cash thing that she keeps referring to is going to bite her in the butt for ethical violations. Um, let's see. Here's another one here. Let's see. This one here is, uh, 
Let's watch this little clip here. Let's see what this one is. I, I mean, all of them are golden. Just ask you whether or not it was a coincidence. Had absolutely nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. And so there was tension always in our relationship, which is why I was give him his money back. I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. <laughs> hey, guys. She's the chief prosecuting officer. She makes the decisions and tells people to go out and do their bidding. She's the barometer. She's the scales to keep it balanced. She's the blind justice. Do you see what the problem is here with this whole thing? She's got money laundering problems. She's talking about tens of thousands of dollars in cash that she gave this individual. And by the way, if you kind of add it all up, it gets over 10 grand real fast. Oh, I gave him 2500. I gave him $800. I gave him $500. I gave him uh I gave him uh, the on and on and on and on. She doesn't realize if you start adding all these totals up, you got yourself a problem, sweetheart. And where did you get the cash? Because here's another thing she does. She talks about how she ran for judge. When I ran for judge, she's just giving this. And she's so angry. I mean, her eye twitches like this. She gets the old, come on. And she's like this on her face. And you can just see that she is full of hate. How dare you question her? How dare you bring any of this to the courts? How dare you waste her time? What kind of what kind of slave bothers to question his master? How dare you? This is a problem. This is a problem and I don't care honestly, I don't care who she was screwing. I don't care who she, where she was going to Belize and Cancun and and all these, oh, I just went on day trips because my life was in such jeopardy. As soon as I filed this case, I could not live in my home. And my daddy had to stay behind and I had to leave. And I was just so broke and all my money and I don't know how to do all this. And I'm just so confused. I don't recall. But I'll tell you you're wrong. <sighs> this woman, this woman is the chief prosecuting officer. She is the person who gets to make the choices of whether people go to the death penalty or not. She's the person who says whether something is needs to be pursued or not. She puts people on certain cases, certain things. This is an out right destruction of the judicial system the way we see it today folks if you have seen this lady and she's showing you she's pulling back the curtains of the justice system and showing you exactly what they think of you and tell you exactly how little you mean to them and how dare you look up to them how dare you cast your gaze on them how dare you question the breath that they take my relationship with that man means nothing has nothing to do with whether he's the prosecutor or not. And then Mr. Wade, in his testimony this morning, says 
Well, when I received the $310,000 check, and by the way, it took him about 20 minutes to answer the question whether he received the $300,000 check. And he immediately goes, well, I didn't receive it. My firm received it. I signed it over to my firm. Well, how did you sign up to your firm if it wasn't for you? Well, everybody receives a third in the firm. Guys, that's not how that works. Did you know that? Did you know that? Uh-uh. It doesn't work that way. Oh, I work for a firm, and then Mr. Wade Law Firm all then pays me. So he's got his corporate, and then he's got a subcorporate that he then pays himself out of so he can do tax shelter, showing that he doesn't have the money. Do you see where this whole thing has credibility issues all over the place? Oh, I only received a hundred thousand of that three hundred thousand. I, I, I just, I, I, and but then there was expenses taken out of there, so I didn't receive even all of that. Did you receive benefit of? Yes or no? Well, you know, see, well, when the moon was shining through the trees, and then the frogs were croaking in the water, and I heard the crickets in the and I locusts were going, and I was like, oh, answer the question. They look so guilty. I would swear they committed murder. I would, I'm telling you right now, it is absolutely breathtaking to see what these people are willing to do to dodge the question. Let me make it clear to you. Let me make it clear to you. Let me make it clear to you. If I hear that woman say, let me make it clear to you one more time, I'm going to pluck my own eyeballs out so I don't have to see. Just like John Kerry, uh, Ken says, just like John Kerry doesn't own a private jet, his wife does. I don't own a jet. <laughs> At $5,000 an operating hour, I don't own a jet. Oh, guys. So let's uh, let's see if we got any more here. Let's see. Uh, um, here's another one. I mean, we got... Yeah, we got to have more. Vi- oh, wait, wait, wait. It's this one here. Because the DA uh, won't have sex with his. Em- oh, oh. Here's the here's the one where she screws herself over. Um, this one here is. Uh, this is. <laughs> this is when she talks about having sex with uh, co uh, underlings. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children. Because we deserve better. Because so they deserve a DA. So she just said, we deserve, deserve a DA that won't sleep with its co-workers. And what do we do now? Fanny, can you answer the question? Can you retort to yourself? Can you respond in an articulate way to say that this is okay? Martha, good to see you. Hi, from South Carolina. What? South Carolina in the house. All right, appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Guys, this lady is a contradiction walking. I don't know who told her to put the gel cream in her hair right here. But it is shining like a diamond in a goat's butt. That is, she needs to slow that down right there. I don't know. And I, hey, maybe I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's just something amazing about her that I don't know. Uh, but she comes stomping. Oh, by the way, she was not subpoenaed to speak today. Did you know that? Now, one of the ladies goes, "Why are you here?" Well, I knew you want to talk to me next. 
We Did you receive a subpoena? I ran to the courtroom. Never answering the question. This is what we're good at. It's the constant redirection, the constant BS, and this is what we're up against. So we can't have a genuine conversation. Hey, Karen, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a while since I've seen you. Uh, two times in one week. You're gonna. You're getting great, Karen. You're getting like... Well, by the way, remember, guys, uh, Ken and Lindsay and others I will tell you that uh, half of your grade here in the Jim Price Show is participation and attendance. And if you're not participating and attending, uh, that's 50% of your grade. So it's very heavily weighted. So, uh, guys, you gotta, you gotta, gotta step it up. So, Karen, I know that you've been absent, and uh, we are not taking that your dog stole your, stole your homework. So we need you to start stepping up. Just kidding. You. Uh, and whatever that means. Dot com. All right. Let's see what else we got. Uh, let's. Oh, this here's another one. This is kind of a longer one. I bet it's got something really good in there where she just sits there and yells at people. I love it. This is this lady is destroying what you know to be the judicial system as we understand it. <clears throat> Mr. Let's go on and have the conversation. I'm just asking you whether or not it was a coincidence. It had absolutely nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as oh, he told me one. one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We all right, would all have right. Well, we've already heard that one, and we still think she's full of crap. Uh, let's see if we can find another one here. Can you make me a sandwich? Well, that's right. Carrie Heisman, we know that to be true. Oh, here's, uh, oh, let's do this one. This one is a good one. She actually, she had a, in the very beginning, she takes the filings and she's like, these are lies. Well, I, I'm giving you a better version than what she's going to. When she talks, it really makes my, uh, it's like birth control. It just makes me not want to associate with women. I'm serious, guys. By the way, women in general, you guys got to get a meeting together. I don't know when the last time you guys got together and had a vote. But you need to vote these women off the island or out of the group or put them. I don't know what you do because these she is she like she makes me want to quit. Like, seriously, like, you know, hey, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm not going to uh, I'm out. You know what I mean? I mean, not that I'm going the other way. I'm not switching sides of the, the home plate here, guys. I'm just saying. Yeah, why would I? Why would people? Why would men want to engage with the women? With the women in general, if they're seeing this as a chief prosecuting attorney for Fulton County? All right, let's listen to what she has to say here. It, it, it is a lot. It is a lot. Right, Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Be back in five. Now, if you look right there, look at that lady. Look at her. Look at her. Look at the look at the disdain. Like she doesn't give two craps about the justice system, about decorum. She don't give no craps at all. Because why? Because you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. How dare you question her? This is all this is all lies. It's all lies. Ugh. Because you don't agree with it, ma'am, doesn't make it a lie. They actually quoted your book in there. Is the book a lie? They quoted your bank accounts. Is that a lie? Where did you get the cash? Where did you receive the cash? How did you get the cash out of your bank account without showing that? Why won't you let us see the United flight records for you? Why won't you let us see that your flight, that was what the, one of the comments she made in that last one. Why won't you let me see the flight records? I refuse to let you have that. These people are on trial, not me. Not me. 
Chief Prosecuting Officer Fulton County. Guys, are you impressed? Women, is this what we're going to let each other do? I mean, as a man, if I saw a man saying this, I'm going to condemn the man. As a man seeing a woman do this, I'm going to condemn the woman. But you know, women, you guys, you guys over here celebrating all this weird crap all the time. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Oh, you're such a beautiful trans man. Oh, I just love your drag queen outfit. You're just so beautiful and you're so empowered. That's how we got here. That's how we got here. That is how we got here. By not going up to a woman and say, listen, stop. Please, stop doing that. Don't make us look, this is ridiculous. You know, peer pressure can be a good thing. And I don't know what we're doing here, women and gentlemen, gentlemen and women, women and ladies and ladies and men. What are we doing? What are we doing? Because there's only two genders. And if I got my guys over here doing this, I'm going to call them out for their stupidity. But we can't have that conversation, can we? We can't be bothered to be honest about any of this. I think this sandwich maker is broken, and we need to take it back and get a new DA that could make sandwiches and be a DA at the same time. I agree. She needs to make me a sandwich. Go back to sandwich making school, wherever Subway or whatever it is, and uh, work on that whole thing. Seriously, guys. There's a problem here with this. And I don't think that a lot of us have actually taken into account that this is creating social norms. There are people looking around and watching her talk and going, bet, I can act that way in court. So when she's the DA in a trial and the, and the witness stand starts piping off and waving crap around the air, isn't the bailiff going to arrest them and tackle them and handcuff them and drag them to jail? But she gets away with it. She can do that. She has the authority. This is a problem. When you want to play identity politics, that's all I have to talk about. It's a she, and she's black, and she's a DA, and she's sleeping with a guy that she's writing checks to. I'm not writing checks to him. The county is, proclaims Willis. This is how semantic it is. This is the world which they live in and then tell you you're wrong for questioning an election. By the way, I will go out on a limb and talk about this here where I will know there's a, uh, there's a problem in Fulton County. There's a problem in Fulton County where there is a court case that went in today. Man, everything is just full of Nathan Wade and all this other stuff. But there's another, there's another case in Fulton County right now, Georgia Bar uh, Association is now interfering, advising witnesses not to answer questions from about Fannie Willis. Now the Bar Association is involved. Georgia Bar Association. This is a headline from Gateway Pundit. Bar Association now interfering, advising witnesses not to answer questions about Fannie Willis and Nathan Waite in scandal investigation. The advice comes amid an ongoing scandal that threatens to derail a significant election interference case involving former President Donald Trump. 
Fulton County Judge Scott McGaffey is set to review evidence this morning regarding accusation that Willis engaged in an improper relationship with Wade. Well, if you're sleeping with the guy you're paying, that's an ethical violation. And you didn't disclose it to anybody. That's another ethical violation. By the way, she testified. I watched it myself in real time. She said, I did not tell anybody. My that's, my, that's, a, that's a woman's prerogative. And she pulled out the woman card. Oh, 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 no, I'm a woman. You can't, can't, oh, you can't ask me about who I sleep with. See, I'm a precious driven snow, pure white. I'm just so, I'm so godly. Ooh. Oh, where do I lay my head? That was another one. Oh, my gosh. I was just like, what? Uh, oh, I, uh, so are you referring to where I lay my head or the home that I own? Okay, so you moved out of the home you own and, and sublet from another person. So... Were you, when you laid your head here, was Mr. Wade sleeping with you there at night? Oh, no, he just visited. He never stayed the night. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know, he came over and did the old uh, bump and grind and took off? Is that what you're telling me, Ms. Willis? That's okay, right? You're, that's what you want us to know, that he didn't stay the night, but he definitely came over. And then you drove you to five hours to go have lunch with your sister and then drew you five hours back because you couldn't eat lunch around Atlanta because your life is in danger in Atlanta only. When you're in Atlanta, your life is in danger because Trump people only live in Atlanta. There's no Trump supporters in South Carolina. Hey, Nikki Haley, how'd that work out for you? Hey, Nikki, hello? Nikki, uh, hello? That's your, you were governor of that state. Nikki, you that? Hello? Remember, Trump supporters only live in Atlanta, and her life is only at threat when she's in Atlanta because Atlanta is where she lives, and she had to travel outside of Atlanta just to have lunch. This is her words, not mine. This is real, guys. This is how stupid this is. This is the d stupidity. They want you to believe that this is, a, this is, and how dare you ask where I lay my head? Well, were your daughters? Oh, well, by the way, this is what I love. The guy, the guy did get her on this. He goes, uh, so when you left the house where you felt that you were, your life was in danger, did your father continue to live in the home? Uh, yes, but I told him he should leave because he was telling me to leave, and I told him to leave, but he was afraid of COVID. So he wouldn't move out of the house. So your house is in an intimate danger of people being killed in it and you leave your elderly dad in the house and you leave to go rent an apartment closer to the downtown area, which happened to be by where Wade lives, by the way. Wade lives right down the street. Shh, don't tell anybody. See, this is where this becomes a problem. This credibility thing doesn't make sense anymore. But think about this. How dare you question the DA in your state, in your city, in your county? How dare you question the judicial system because they are so pure as driven snow that you just to question them makes you the problem. This is what our judicial system is boiling down to, folks. You, you, you are the problem. You are the issue. This is what we're going to continue to find over and over and over again 
as we watch this. Oh, this is going to be the cash hoard one. This is a referring to her cash. I wanted, I wanted to play this one for you guys here. My words, cash hoard that you had collected over time. Cash what? Hoard, H-O-R-D-E. Oh, I thought you said something different, sir. Oh, yeah. No, I'm afraid I wouldn't say that. Yeah, whore. Oh. Any circumstance. Cash whore. You or in All right, back on track. The whore, cash whore debt. I, I would not classify. My words. So, again, this is the semantics. Did you see what she did there? She never answered the question. She derailed it by going, oh, did you say the word whore? <laughs> yeah, because we all say cash whore. That's what we all say. Yeah, cash whore. I mean, is he accusing you of a cash whore, or is he accusing that your cash that you have in a large quantity is a cash whore? Like, what? think about how stupid her retort was. <sighs> I can't believe you said whore. She never answers the question. You see what she did? Deflect and redirect. Deflect and redirect. Deflect and redirect. This is a lesson in gaslighting. Watch her testimony. This is gaslighting. And I'm going to tell you what. Guys, I don't know. Let me, let me, get, let me do something here. This is how they answer. This is what they do to answer a question. So, when, when you're talking about where I lay my head, adjusting my glasses, I, you know, are you, what time frame are you referring to where I lay my head? When, you're, when you say this, I mean, it's not a complete question, so I, I really can't answer that. I mean, I want to be more than forthright to you. I, I want to understand your question. Can you, can you rephrase the question in a way that I can understand? Because you're asking uh, where I lay my head, but at what, what time frame and, and, and where? What, what do you mean where I lay my head? I, I just, I want to answer the question for you. I just, I really do. And I just, I just need you to clarify when it is you're talking about where I lay my head. And when you say where, what do you, where, where do you mean where? Ask me a question where I lay my head on a specific time, then I could answer that question. But I'm really trying to, let me be clear here. 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 Let me, let me clear something up. Let me be clear here. All the hand gesturing, the face touching, all this. <sighs> That's what this lady does. This is how she is. To say that she doesn't know about the cash, where she got the cash hoard, that whole thing is just breathtaking at best. Like she does, like what? What? Oh, you said whore? Cash whore? Oh, oh, clutch my pearls. Oh, I'm so afraid. Oh, Ooh, I thought you said whore. God knows we can't say the word whore. But how many times... Do we know that this is exactly her language? 
Uh, let's see. Every lawyer I know lives in a gated community, says Carrie Heisman. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, Lindsay says she's a dog-faced pony soldier. There you go, Jim. Only because she knows she likes cash and is a whore. Oh, Ken, you called her a whore? We're not supposed to use that language. H-W-H-O-R-E. Whore. Oh. oh, Ken, I just can't believe you. You, you made me say that word on... T- I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, my apologies to the universe that we... Oh, use the word whore. Even the FCC says I can use the word whore on the radio, so I don't know why this is a problem for you, ma'am. And if you think I said cash whore, you're kind of a simpleton, aren't you? Because you know cash hoard. You know what the word hoard is. And you know it's not whore. Unless you're hoarding around. You hoarding around, woman. You mean hoarding around on me? I tell you what. I'm going to tell you and get a hoard on me. Don't you yell at me. <sighs> Ken, did they really flag you mid? Did they already flagged you, Ken? Really? That's a new one. So you can't use the word whore on Facebook. Huh. Well, Sarah, you're actually right. Says, uh, oh, naughty Ken Ken there. Yeah, Ken is a bad guy. Uh, He's going to have to be disciplined accordingly to his sins here on the Jim Price Show. The show is called Hoarders, not Horrors. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Hoarders and uh, Horrors. Hoarding whores. Oh, my gosh. That's the new one, guys. So what we have to have is hoarders and whores. So hoarders versus the whores. I can't even get it right. (laughs) Okay, so we're talking about, we're talking about, uh, we're going to do a new TV series. Hoarders versus whores to the death match, right? Well, death match, hoarders and whores, right? I mean, it'll be great. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, she's a horda, says John Kenny. She's a horda. There you go. Uh, let's. I, I just. It's breathtaking to watch. Uh, I wish there was a few more. Um, a few more things here. Let's do this. Oh, I'm a, Let's see this one here. This is uh, asking her where the, where the, uh, where what continent is Belize in. Let's see what we can do here. He also said that he was a world traveler and had been on many of the continents. Have, and the six. Have you been on any of those continents with him? Um, Besides this one. Uh, where's Belize? What continent is it? I'm not being funny. I don't know. Uh, Let's say with the I've exception been to of the, Belize with him. I've been to the Bahamas with him. I've been with Aruba with him. Don't embarrass me. I'm not sure what continents those are on. Whatever continents those are, that's where I've been. I'm sure if I gave it some thought, I would tell you, but... Whatever continents those are that I've been to those locations, sir. Okay. Now. Think about what she just said there. I've been to Belize, and I've been to Aruba, and I've been to Jamaica, and I've been to all these places with this fine young man, and I have no idea what continent they are on. You went to Belize and you don't know what continent it's on? You traveled there and went through customs and you don't know what continent you're on? What, do you know what country that, do you understand, do you know this is America? This is North America? 
And then there's South America. Do you know that part at least? I mean, how about Asia? Africa? Do you know these places? Hello? You're the DA. You have a Juris Doctorate in law and have been doing this your entire life. And you're telling me, huh? This is the, if she had somebody on the stand like this, she would flip her wig. She would lose her mind. If someone was treating her this way, um, no. Oh, here's the here's the campaign money one. I want to I want to see hear this one. I want to hear what she has to say here. So let's go with uh, campaign money. Let's see what Miss Willis has to say about campaign money. How she lost a lot of money running for judge. Whole life when I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today. Whole life. When- so if I was. If I was a DA and I was prosecuting somebody and they're like, you know, I just came up with a bunch of cash, man. I had no idea from where it's from. <laughs> I just, you know, I took some money out. I kept it back. But she later on in the beginning of this whole thing, or earlier on in the beginning of this whole thing, she said that she took $50,000 out of retirement so that she could then run for office to be a judge. And she didn't win. And she's so sad that she just threw that $50,000 at the window. But then what did she just say just now? Well, when I took that money out to run for office, I kept some of that cash back. Well, how much did you keep back? All of it? 10000 5000 20000 Of the $50,000 that you kept back, how much cash did you keep out of that? And how much did you really spend on your campaign? Because this is a campaign violation. If you're saying you took the money out of your retirement to run for office and you said you spent the money, but then you kept the cash, what? Spent the money, kept the cash. Wait, 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 guys. If I spend the money, but I keep the cash, if I, sp- I spent the money on my politics, my running for office thing, but then I, but I kept the cash. So I spent the money, but kept the cash. Man, I got to figure this out. So if I spent the money and I kept the cash, how did I keep the cash if I spent the money? And I, whoo. Um, uh, by the way Seashell over on Twitter says these jerks are harassing Fannie Willis and is inappropriate stalking her private life the GOP lawyers are exhibiting a glaring double standard She won't answer the question. She deflects and redirects. She gaslights every question, makes you feel like you're the wrong person for asking the answer, and then sits there and blames you, says everything in here is incorrect. Well, if everything in there was correct in their filing, Fanny, wouldn't you have just allowed it to happen and you wouldn't be fighting it? By the way, we're spending Georgia's money on defending her. The state is spending attorneys and assistant DAs and paralegals and secretary's time to defend her from this she's got ethics problems guys this is going to go down and it's going to go all the way down what a, so this is it's not it's not going to be good and uh so this is again we're having a continuing problem here 
where we see this over and over again, but I don't want to have to have the conversation with somebody later like, Jim, you're a racist. You're just so mean. This is going to come out, guys. It's coming out. And I will tell you right now, this is going to come out, and Trump is going to release in the cases that he has he gets to present his evidence. Yeah, Fanny, be careful. Because when you said that you and Wade were not in D.C. together, the guy asking you the question says, well, I have documentation that says they were in D.C. at the same time, Judge. That's why I'm asking the question. Fanny didn't even listen to him say that. She was too busy trying to talk over the top of him to hear that the guy said, I got documentation that you're lying in court right now. But I digress. What do I know? See, this is a problem, guys. This is where we go, and we find that these people have been the absolute problem all along. This is not justice. This is not the legal system. This is not what we should be doing. If this is what those people, if this is the kind of attitude she has and she's not a true servant leader, she's not a true servant trying to figure out the least common denominator to, to do the least common least amount of charges to get everybody's life back on track and to get things moving, This I'm telling you right now, this woman doesn't give two craps about you, only she wants the check mark for the victories. She wants to say, oh, how many cases did we win today, boys? All right, yeah, hang them high. Hang them high, boys. Woo, get the guns out. But this is what we do. What are you doing? Oh, hi, Daisy. Coming up here? Come on. Come on. Come on. Hi. I guess uh, Daisy just come down here, big stretch. Oh, hey, what's going on, man? Are you doing a show? Ugh. There you go. All right, go on. Get going. Go on. I'm okay. Thank you. <sighs> so I know I've been ranting and railing on this lady, but guys, like you have to, you have to sit here and you have to ask yourself a few questions. Are you okay with DAs going on the stand and defending this type of behavior that they have done? They're not defending. She's not defending somebody else. And when Wade was up there, he wasn't doing a very good job defending himself either. Now, I'm asking you the question. Are you okay with the chief prosecuting officer having this kind of attitude, this kind of vitriol for the system? If she knows that this system, that she can play with the system in this way, if she knows she can manipulate the system in this way, if she knows she can manipulate the system in this way, what else is she doing? What else is she getting away with? What other charges has she trumped up and, and charged people with that had no business being charged? What cases did she let go? What cases did she over-prosecute? What cases would she not put a deal together? Everything about this woman is nothing but hate. When she's sitting there going, I had a good life. I was making $160,000 a year working two days a week. She sat there and said that on, on, on television. She said, I was a judge, and I only had to work two days a week. I had a sweet life. Why did I need to run for politics? So you were telling me, as a judge, you're making $160,000 a year. You show up two days a week, and why would you get rid of that? Well, I would ask the same question. Why did you? Unless you are paid to do it. Because that's a pretty sweet gig where you don't have to be elected. You're selected as a judge to go work two days a week and make hundred sixty grand a year. 160 grand a year for showing up for two days? Guys, that, that, yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me 
up. All right. Uh, John Kennedy says she needs to be pulled out by her booty, uh, hopefully by the military. Well, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it, John? That would be great. Guys, I am going to be in Chicagoland tomorrow, so there will be no show tomorrow, but I will be back Monday. And according to when my flight goes out, I'm not sure if I'm going out Tuesday or Wednesday next week. So I definitely will be back on Monday for sure, and uh, I will be at CPAC all next week. I will be in Chicagoland this weekend. I'll be back for Monday, maybe Tuesday, depending on my flight. And uh, when I get in there, so this is what we're going to do. So I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to be there. Uh, it's a CPAC thing. You guys know that. Trump's going to be speaking. There's all these different people going to be there. So it's a week-long thing. Or a week-long. It's about four days. Uh, got to be there for uh, Tuesday. I think Tuesday setup day or Wednesday morning setup day. We're just going to have to figure out when the flights are going to be going out there. Uh, again, th- this is how this whole thing goes, man. I don't always have the answers up front, but I'm doing my best. Tickets are supposed to be bought today to be able to go. So, anyway, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Karen, it's great to see you. Thank you for being a part of the show. Edward, great comments as always. Lindsay, Ken, Carrie Heisman, Grandma uh, Smith over on our old uh, D Live. Good to see you there as well. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Guys, this is a bit, this is a big deal for us. Call this out for the bad behavior that it is. Hold these people to a higher standard that they need to be above this. Hold these people to a standard that says that they would look at you and go, I'm not better than you and I can't prosecute you or persecute you in that way. We need we need humility. We need forthright clarity. No more of this hiding behind labels. No more hiding behind lawsuits. Hiding behind this DA position, that judge, this and that. It happened to me. The DA, the judge, the sheriff, the police department, the police chief, 15 police officers were involved in the case of mine. The two judges that were involved, you know, the, they know who they are. I'll, I'll get Ben Burgess and Judge Woods. Those are the two guys. They know what they did. They know they had sealed and redacted my probable cause statement. They know what the miscarriage of justice was. It's in real time. They know. Maybe one day I'll have enough money to put together so I can go and fight them in federal court to get my, my life back, but I don't have that money to do that. Maybe we need to put together a give, send, go or something where I can go and put together a lawsuit to actually go back and and make those things right that were wronged a long time ago. Anyway, guys, it has been a great week with you guys. Thank you so much. And it's been fantastic. You guys have been showing up in great numbers this week. Remember, like, share, comment, pound that uh, button out there. Beat the algorithms of these guys. Let's do what we can to get rid of the tyranny we know which is the social media programs and also our government we need a small g government in our life and we need to put big g god back on the throne of our life that's how this all works remember this is who we are and what we are the answer's always been us never them guys you have to count on us first look to each other for these things and be mindful of that um you guys have any questions or comments get a hold of me jim price at the jim price show.com also, guys, if you need to hold, get a hold of me, anything you need, the mushroom supplements, the My Daily Naturals supplements, um, uh, the uh, B17 Latrol, uh, apricot seeds, uh, you know, get that, you know, it's a promo code price. Uh, also, we got some other stuff coming up, so be a part of what's going on. Be mindful that this is the world you live in, and this is what you should be doing, where you get involved and you hold these people out there accountable for their bad behaviors. If anything, just having the conversation creates a resonance that push back against the evil. If you don't say something, they continue to do what they do. 
That's how you stop them is by opening your mouth and doing the right thing by saying, guys, I will not stand for this in my country. I will not let these refugees who come out of our city and county jails every single day. I'm not going to let them go unserved and over abused in our judicial system. Guys, think about that. They're letting millions of people across the southern border that are breaking federal laws. But if you don't pay your parking ticket, you'll go to jail. That's exactly what they do here in America. You don't pay your speeding ticket, bench warrant. You don't pay a parking ticket, bench warrant. Figure this is guys, think about that. You'll get a bench warrant for a parking ticket. Parking ticket. They'll suspend your license for a parking ticket. But if I go over the southern border, learn Spanish, walk back across, I get to have all kinds of benefits that you don't. Guys, be careful what we've got going on out there. This is how things fall apart, and this is what we have to be mindful against. All right, guys. Well, if you have uh, anything for me, like I said, get a hold of me. I will be back Monday for sure, and we'll see about Tuesday's show when I fly out. We'll let you guys know as soon as I can. And uh, it's been great having you guys. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast, do not give up, do not give in, we will win. I promise I'll make promise I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer. Remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never, ever limits you. You know your power, be the power, be what you need to be. Remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place every single day, being better than the day before. Think about that, guys. All right, guys, well, it's been great, and uh, I'm going to get out of here. Be good to each other, all right? Let's figure this stuff out. Let's get this to where I don't have to do these kind of shows where I got these kind of gaslighting and lying and misdirecting and deflecting conversations over and over again. This is a this is a pattern, and if it's at this highest level in our government, we're screwed. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right, guys, I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye.